0: Good morning, and welcome to HR Examiner's Executive Conversations. I'm your host, John Subzer, and today we're going to be talking with Matt Hendrickson, who is the CEO and co-founder of Ascendify. Matt, how are you this morning?
1: Hey, John. Yeah, nice to speak with you.
0: Yeah, and you were, you were in Atlanta. Uh, it seems like just we were just talking 10 or 12 hours ago. So, so. <laughs> It was, yeah. yeah. This,
1: this, quick flight this, this home a, and... Uh...
0: Another one of those big jet set conversations here on the H R Examiner. Uh, so why don't yeah. you take a moment and introduce yourself?
1: Well, hi everyone. I'm Matt Hendrickson. I am the founder and CEO of Ascendify, and uh, I have about a 25-year history working for you know, building technology solutions for the human capital industry. And yeah, I'm really excited to be here with with Ascendify. We're helping large global companies uh, align their talent strategy to their business strategy in an increasingly complex world. So, uh, helping a lot of big companies with both talent acquisition and talent management.
0: Uh, so so tell me a little bit about the 25 years can you summarize it in two sentences
1: Sure uh I founded my first business in the early 90s called Resume Maker and that was on the supply side of our industry helping people write resumes uh plan their career get jobs link them up to the job boards in the in the in the early uh, part of this decade and um yeah just uh helping helping people move their career along and um yeah, we really, really built that business up and uh, ran it for about fifteen years, and then wanted to start to work on the other side, helping large companies connect with all the people that we were helping on the on the supply side. Awesome,
0: awesome, and you you are a, um, a a pretty interesting story. Um, Ascendify has as its investors a couple of its big customers. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, well. One of our first customers was General Electric, and uh, one of our second customers was Cisco. And together, we formed a partnership about five years ago when we started in 2012-2013 to build the next generation of talent solutions. And um, you know, I think we we all shared the same vision about you know what the future looked like and how we're bringing in you know intelligent recommendations and how we're building a framework that allows talent acquisition, and talent management groups to work more closely together. And I think that, uh, that we really were excited about what we could bring to market. And so we started about a five-year journey to work together and uh, really partner closely to achieve uh, something really great here. And, um, and I think they saw, they saw the same vision and also wanted to share in the uh, you know the upside as we grew this business. So we invited them to become investors in our business to help fund the early days of uh, get going to market with the product. Well,
0: and and what's interesting about that, I, I think I think if I understand the story properly, that what you did at Ascendify was start with really fundamental stuff. So so the system is is at least partly organized around competencies, and it seems to me that the early work had to do with getting all of that sort of thinking straight, all those fundamental frameworks before you do anything else. Is that right?
1: Yeah, that was that was really key to what we did. I think we we understood that in a world of big data and as we move into the future with AI solutions, there's a need to have a core architecture and framework that allows us to do a lot of great things with data. And one of the most important things in terms of connecting all of these applications is building it on top of a framework where you have uh you know, a consistent um element that everything keys off of, and that element for us is the Uh, the core, what we call a success profile, with the attributes for a role that are defined very clearly. Because if you look across the organization, everyone has a role that they're assigned to, and that role should have some skills and attributes that are required and an understanding of the levels of attributes that we're looking for for each of those roles. Uh, So what we did, and I think is unique to us, is that we built the framework of all of our talent solutions on top of this core uh, you now capability model and that enables us to do some pretty amazing things when it comes to defining what we're looking for to hire against and defining what we're looking internally to promote and grow people around and, and using that same one framework to accomplish all that was really uh, really part of the core innovation that we brought to the pro- to the platform.
0: Well that's a uh, uh, uh... I think that is it's not it's not entirely unique. I've seen things over the years but i but I'm not aware of anybody who has embraced the idea um as fully as you guys have and so and so the way that I would describe it again is mm-hmm. is you built a foundation before you started thinking about workflow and and the foundation effectively requires that. A company that uses Ascendify needs to understand what it's trying to do, um, and and that's that's the first right. That's what you said in, in your your sort of tagline statement that you align talent processes with business processes, and and by having the framework first, and by having that as the foundation of everything, that means that getting to work with you. Um, uh, involves a process that, that as as sort of a side benefit, continuously clarifies the relationship between talent and the business. All right. Yeah,
1: exactly. Well said, John. Yeah, exactly. I think I'm going to
0: come to work for you next. Um, <laughs> <laughs> so, 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 so I, I love this. Uh, I I love this, and um, um, one one of the things that I I believe about competencies and you probably have a a much better view of this than i do is that is that some kinds of companies thrive on competencies and some kinds of companies are too quick that's probably the wrong word but there's, there's a difference between a company that that embraces competencies as a fundamental way of thinking about people in the company that doesn't, you mind talking about that?
1: Yeah, I think, you know, in our industry, I think competencies uh, has a bit of a history, right? I it's not a new concept per se, but still there's a lot of, uh, a lot of companies that have tried competencies, a lot of companies that weren't successful with competencies. And I think you know, in our view, um, you know, part of the reason for that was there was, there was a, uh, you know, there were lots of frameworks, but the, the challenge, of course, was there was two challenges. One, it was we didn't have technology that really allowed companies to benefit, truly benefit from having that framework. In other words, literally have built everything on top of it. How do we connect, you know, how do we connect the competencies into our hiring process? How do we connect it to our learning assets? How do we connect it to our performance management? And nothing before was built on a like a very complex architecture for global companies to help leverage everything inside the business and two you know it it became harder to keep them up to date and so we're constantly working on you know new more modern uh, solutions that help keep those competencies uh, up to date and we don't call them we call them attributes now because it's really the hard and soft skills and the level of those skills for the roles but if you know when you when we get to when you start to talk about AI in the future, you're going to have to do some amazing matching. And in order to do matching well between people and jobs and learning assets, the skill gaps and, you know, performance to employees and and measurement of things, it has to be built on a very complex, you know, data-driven framework. And I think that's the thing that we really innovated around to, I would say, the next level.
0: Uh, I, I I think that's completely awesome. The other thing that's interesting about the company that I've never seen before is you began by targeting the fortune one hundred roughly and um, the the typical trajectory for um an h r startup is it is it starts grabbing customers where they're easy in in the small to medium brackets and eventually emerges as a um as an enterprise player and that's that's often where the largest complaints come from, because, because the small to medium market is, uh, uh, it, it's, it's like quantum physics. What happens at the mm-hmm, quantum yeah. level doesn't appear to resemble what happens <laughs> at, the, at the material level.
1: Yeah, that's a good analogy. And you know, I would say in my prior business I had a lot of experience working for the enterprise and I felt like, you know, with this business at Ascendify, we really wanted to solve some of the world's like toughest problems and toughest challenges. And we also, when you when you think about AI and data and recommendations, it becomes so much easier when you work with companies. Not easier I would say, but it becomes so more important to Uh, work with companies who have large data sets, you know, the amount of GE that data has in HR is, you know, like off the charts. And so we can, um, when we can work with one, two or three companies and start to build an AI uh, enabled framework, you need large data sets to train the data on. And so that was an important requirement for our business uh, to be successful. And so that's why we partnered with some uh, big companies early on. That's that, that's awesome. That, that you actually answered a question that I've
0: been puzzling over, which is, which is, um, how does an entrepreneurial company solve the data problem? That, that's that's great. What a great thing. So so
1: let's talk about how you use AI. Yeah. We, well, again, we we build talent acquisition solutions and talent management solutions. So some of the the AI we use is helping on the hiring side and the recruiting side help make smarter decisions. So, who are we bringing in? How are we assessing talent? How are we, how are we matching, um, you know, the job requisition up to the the people in the world that might be suitable candidates and determining which ones are more likely to leave their current jobs so that we can reach out to those people and you know communicate some of the openings and really recruit them into the organization. And then on the talent management side, we we use AI to make smart career recommendations for people so for example just like how netflix might recommend a movie to you we're going to be recommending or we do recommend career paths for people and so it, it takes a view of their current skill set their levels of skills which ones are transferable to other roles and um and helps them um you know, define some career opportunities for you. It has some recursive machine learning algorithms that understand what other people in the same role would be interested in or career pathways of successful executives and how they got there. And it really brings all of that uh, intelligence together to make recommendations for people, you know, based on their skills, their passions, their interests, what's high in demand in the company. And it you know, it really formulates uh, a way for uh, people to understand what other opportunities exist inside the organization and how they can, you know, maneuver themselves to develop their skills and grow and, and position themselves well for some of those uh, open future opportunities. Interesting.
0: So so you've done some amazing stuff. I, I am particularly impressed with the, um, so I, I think it's soon to be on the market, but, but, but Right soon to be on the market is this um, interviewing tool that you've got. Tell me about that.
1: Yeah, we're about sixty days out from releasing a uh, a solution that's going to really help companies. And you know, often we don't. you know one of the things that, that we can talk about is the the idea of how automation is you know is phasing out people's jobs and um and sort of the eth- eth- you know ethical issues around that but i think one of the things that we're doing with our intelligent scheduling assistant is you know eliminating the need for people to to go through the slog of trying to coordinate calendars for people to bring a candidate on site for a for an interview across site people if you think about the problem of coordinating schedules at a large company for uh, an interview to come to, to come together um, and have it be done in a very short time when everybody's busy is a really tough problem. And so, many of our clients have 10, 15, 20 people. Uh, that all they do all 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 day long is schedule interviews for candidates. And, you know, we think that's a great place for intelligence and an AI assistant to help you coordinate calendars, right? The computer can check free, busy times across 20 people much more quickly than a human could and try to coordinate a time to, Build an interview team and a panel to conduct an interview across a certain number of skill sets. So, so we think that's a perfect uh, opportunity for a computer, and um, and I think that's one of the things that we're doing. So it's an AI assistant that helps you schedule interviews. It sort of does all of the hard work of finding the, uh, you know, uh, aligning the calendars, finding the open times, setting up the interviews, sending everybody their invite, giving everybody an interview kit, and telling everybody where they need to be, and sending out nice emails to even the candidate in our panel. To uh, conduct the interview and where to go and how to get there and etc. Yeah, I, I I really like
0: your your vision of of figuring out who the right interviewers are and giving them the data that the questions that they need to collect data against um, as part of this scheduling process. So that's that's that that collapses a lot of work into a simple thing.
1: Yeah, and, that's, and we don't often talk about, like, what are the benefits of having this complex competency framework at the beginning of the call, right? But it, this is one of those really material things that happen that we can do that others can't because of that framework. And the idea of being able to determine who on a panel of, of interviewers is best suited to ask certain questions about the skill sets for the candidate and the, 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 that we're defining for the role and whether they meet the requirement. is is done, you know, and that's, that's all of our system that's helping you determine. So because of talent management work, we can understand what skill sets an employee has and you know, whether they're an uh, expert at that and if they are an expert then we should a- have them ask the questions for that skill set. And so really having all of that align up and come together and in, in the you know and the computer's recommendations just makes for a much more intelligent decision making around a candidate. And hopefully the value behind that is we're driving quality of hire because if you put if you stack your interview team with the people that are you know, proven with data to be the experts at those particular skills, then hopefully you're making a smarter decision because you've vetted candidates at an, at an, at the next level, and so that's it's really exciting for us.
0: And and so and so the next piece of this picture is is sort of career management stuff, right? the the, the interesting thing about uh, about a deep well-maintained, easy-to-maintain competency model or attribute model, I guess is what you'd call it, um, is that you can compare uh, roles and um, with a performance management overlay, you can compare roles and tell where the gaps are and help people develop um, strategies for moving forward. That's, That's pretty interesting.
1: Yeah, and that's, that's all of our Aspire launch. So, we recently launched a, a product called Ascendify Aspire, which helps people realize their career uh, aspirations. And, you know, when we started, we actually built this with uh, GE and Cisco. And when we started, we went on site to and, and just talked to hundreds of employees and talked to many, many people who um, we wanted to understand, you know, what is it that they want out of their career? Uh, and, and, you know, what do they want about uh, from the company? Internal mobility is a hot topic right now. And so we learned that most people, by and large, wanted these four things. They wanted a little bit more control over their career path and they wanted the company to just give them some tools to help them develop. And, you know, they wanted to know what's important in the future. What are the hot jobs of the future? Most companies are going through some sort of digital disruption and there are emerging roles coming, new skills that need to be developed. And, you know, and they wanted to know what those were so that people could align themselves to those to those roles. And they they really just they wanted another way to find out you know what other what transferable skills they have and what other roles they could explore and so um and so we we sort of figured out all of these things that employees want and brought a solution to market called Ascendify Aspire that helps address a lot of those Uh, a lot of those requests from people. And so think of it as like a, in a way, it's a virtual career coach. It, It understands who you are, what skills you have, what levels of skills, what interests, what passions, what's high in demand in the future. And it really starts to um, make recommendations for you on okay. Well, these these are roles you might be interested in. And did you know that these things were available? And if you wanted those things, well, here's some uh, you know here's some gaps you have. Let's show you where your skill gaps. But we don't stop there. We give them the uh, the, the learning paths, the learning assets. Or here's some you know books or videos that you can um consume or you can go on you know one of these stretch projects and we're bringing all of the available resources to help you develop and grow for that particular role but it's all purpose driven it's all uh and it's all built with a degree of intelligence and transparency that's helping employees get what they want so it's like a virtual career coach
0: well there's 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 a bunch further down down the the positioning um, that that we could go, but but I'd I'd love to understand. You know, th- this is a a startup in San Francisco where uh, housing is expensive and talent is scarce. What do you do to compete for talent?
1: <clears throat> yeah, that's a great question. I think um, if I talk about the engineering and product side of our business, I think we're um, you know, we're obviously it's very competitive. San Francisco is a very competitive market. We recently, you know, a couple of years ago, we hired um we hired a very, you know, like uh, experienced team in the realm of AI and machine learning and that was a tough challenge for us to, to really bring on that expertise and we are really happy with the team we built, but I wouldn't say it was easy. I think it was, a, I think what we were able to provide um, as a company is, um, for, for that group at least, it's the ability to work on some of the latest tools and the latest technology. And really, you know, our purpose and our mission is, um, you know, it's kind of an empowering, empowering one. I think we're in a, I think we're at a unique place where, you know, in HR software, I think there's always the next generation of tools, disruptive innovation that's happening that's going to take things to the next level. And I think there's a little bit of excitement that our employees see around that. And Mm -hmm. then, obviously, the ability to work on some really frontline, forward-thinking, on-the-edge technologies that allow us to drive to the future. I think those are the two things that help us attract um, the product organization that we have today. And then, um, but yeah, I will say, you know, Silicon Valley, it's been, uh, it's been on a, a run for the last couple of years and it's very competitive. And I would say that, uh, we definitely compete with, for talent and, um, you know, we offer a lot of benefits that, that other companies would need to offer today. And this, at least in our, our, you know, our area, like f- flexible schedules and, you know, uh, uh you know, food f- from time to time in, in inside the office, right. Or, uh, the ability to, um, you know, just have really great benefits and healthcare programs and you know, really great culture and great working environment. Those are all like critical things for companies today.
0: Okay, and then and then to do a hard shift, what are the ethical issues
1: that you run across? Yeah, that's a great question. I've been thinking about that. And I think you know, one of the first things that we think about is uh, you know data privacy it 's on everybody 's minds we 're going through the whole g d p r uh updates for europe and so I think one of the really interesting things we 're debating internally and talking you know with our clients around is what is the you know what are the data privacy you know um rules of the future and you know can you um and just just kind understanding where that 's all going if you think about what 's happening in especially on the talent acquisition side it's it's about you know, recruitment marketing. So um, what that might mean is we're maybe starting early with people to build relationships in the future, three years out, the people we want to hire and nurturing those relationships over a long period of time. But it gets into an interesting area where, um, you know, it is marketing in a way, right? And so there's lots of, you know, there's lots of interesting discussion happening as well. Can you, can you directly outreach to somebody if you have their phone number, their email? Can you send them a text? Can you send them an email what is that uh, What is that going to look like in the future um for 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 candidates? If every company in the world was reaching out to every candidate, there would be you know way too many phone calls going to into people and into into email so it's an interesting debate around what what we can do with recruitment marketing, and how do we get their permission first to to communicate with them, and then what type of communication are they willing to receive from us and so those are the debates and discussions that we're having internally you know by the way, I should say first of all we're we're compliant with everything that we do, so we just finished our gdr gdpr compliance, and that means you know that uh, any candidate or prospect can remove themselves from from the database and you know, or opt out from communication, or in fact, just remove them themselves completely from the database, so I think they're, they're compliant, but there's still the ethical issue of what when and when and how can you reach out to somebody, and in what form does that take, and what permission do you have to do that in, initially
0: well and so and so so last, um, what makes the company different? I mean, the, so 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 we've talked about sort of the technical differences and the and the the content differences. What's different about the culture?
1: Um, the culture of the company.
0: Yeah.
1: Well, I think um, I think there's a few things. I I uh, you know I think just the work around AI that we're doing creates a very interesting culture. You know, we had to you know we had to really rethink um, how we think about uh, the platform and the technology and you know really threading I would say there's there's a couple things one um, you know we' we have a very broad vision first of all we have a really wide view of what um, you know what companies need with respect to talent solutions and so the first the first Uh, exciting thing that we we do is we bring all of this technology together. We bring, you know, talent acquisition, talent management together into one system so that we can drive initiatives. And then, but I think, you know, the next thing is it's all about um, intelligence and smart recommendations and AI assistance. So I don't know, about three years ago, we decided that everything we build in the future will have some sort of an intelligent recommendation or an assistant that helps you with something in ways that have never been thought of before. And that was a culture shift, right? Because, um, you know, everyone had to start thinking about, you never know where your next idea is going to come from. So our job was to help the company understand that everything in the future is going to be some level of intelligence or smart recommendations or an AI-driven solution that's going to help people accomplish their job, their work in a more easier, more efficient way. And so even if that means automating some things that you know a typical uh, person inside of an HR at a company will do, it's rethinking what else that person could do if they were not you know, mired in doing really tedious manual things. What higher value things could that person do? And and the nice thing, of course, is we have a vision and philosophy that hey, our job is to help people maneuver their workforce from you know one role and transferable skills and identifying new roles that will emerge. And so I think all of that is a culture, though. I think it's all part of every, you know everyone at the company thinking about that. And um, you know, I just think that's the way of the future.
0: So so there must be an envisioning crew of some kind in your product management department um and and it seems to me like you you hinted there at uh, the idea that that you can use a, a fully deployed ascendify system to get a real grip on how you're going to traverse technology changes over time as a global entity and that's that's a that, that's a big idea. So there must be some pretty smart people on your team who are um, thinking big about how companies navigate. how How does that How does that work? How does that process of yeah, uh, coming uh, up with the edges work for you?
1: well i could say we absolutely don't do it alone we we uh you know at, at our at the heart of ascendify we're a technology company and i think what what we uh you know what we enable we could only do through the partnership of our largest clients so we have a you know we have a group of of uh, really thought leaders in the industry that work with us and you know the clients that we've selected and or you know that they've selected us but in a way we've selected them we've we've been pretty selective about the companies we work with because part of you know part of working with Ascendify is that that the clients that we work with will join what we call a you know a a team of elite uh thought leaders in the space and so we're constantly meeting to discuss uh you know what's next what's the future so um, whether that's the folks over at GE or you know Cisco, and you you see them you see them in the news, and especially in our space, they're rather well respected for the work that they're doing. And so, in partnership with with the with the organization and the um, the advisory group that we've built, I think that's how we're really innovating in the space. So, definitely could not do this alone. And I think it's the think tank that we brought together to really build the next generation of software that's enabled us to do some of the amazing things that we brought to market.
0: So, so I'm just going to try to summarize what you just said and go, oh, if you're a client of Ascendify, you become part of a think tank. Is that right? Yeah.
1: That's right. It, and it's almost a requirement right? because, uh, you know, we, we we meet quarterly and we understand, you know, we actually have an annual conference that we bring together. And, um, you know, it's a small conference. It's not, you know, it's not Dreamforce. It's not, a, you know, it's not a, it's, there's not a lot of billboards and advertising for it. But, you know, it really is a more targeted um, group of folks who are really sitting down to. To really discuss the core issues that we see inside of you know, the large companies we work for, and how to build next generation of solutions, and it's a really collaborative working group that's um, that's really accelerating the pace of what's possible in the industry.
0: Fantastic. So, so this has been a great conversation, and we're nearing the end. Would you would you take a moment and reintroduce yourself? Tell people how to get a hold of you.
1: Sure. Well, again, I'm Matt Henderson, um, and I'm the founder and CEO of Ascendify. And I think the best way to get a hold of us is just to visit our website at Ascendify.com. It's A-S-C-E-N-D-I-F-Y. Ascend is to go up and, and then ify.com. And so, yeah, I think that'll be the best way to reach out. I'm always open to take a phone call or an email. Uh, you know, I I don't have the privacy concerns, so please feel free to reach out to me directly and then we can, we can um, you know, we can have a conversation.
0: Fantastic. Thanks, Matt. It's been a great conversation. I really appreciate you taking the time to do this.
1: Thanks so much, John. I'll speak with you soon.
0: Okay. Talk to you soon. Um, We've been talking with Matt Hendrickson, who is the founder and CEO of Ascendify, um, and you've been listening to HR Examiner's Executive Conversations. Thanks for tuning in, and we will talk to you next week. Have a great weekend.